Hello, everyone. Let us know how the uh, the volume levels are and everything. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Hello. Quick brown fox jumped over lazy dog. Lorem <laughs> ipsum dolors. <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing uh, in the in the chat? Good to see you guys have some questions already. Yeah. Nice to see you, Martin. Martin, Alex, the budget audio file. The budget audio file. Mart Martrius mm -hmm. Stark. What's up? Beef audio baby. Dances? If only I could have been a budget audio. <laughs> I'm a budget. I'm in my budget. <laughs> <laughs> this is fair enough. Um, no, I'm not. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. But yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. see. Uh, preview. Uh, yeah, so let's know how the, the audio is. Hey, Taryn, what's up? Brother Taryn. Um, Alrighty. Well, so yeah, let's let's get going. We got we got Chrono and we got Tyler and myself. Um, Precog was not able to join us today because he had uh, class, but we'll make sure we get him in next time for all you fine IEM folks. Um, today, I guess we might as well start off with talking about some of the news that's happened around the headphone world this week. Um, I know where this is going. The, I don't want to the, go. The, the repainted. The re, repainted. The, uh, the big news is the HE5XX, which uh, is supposed to be the spiritual successor of the HE500, which is one of my favorite headphones of all time. Like of all time, like that is a headphone that I love and I, I yeah, I, I miss it. <laughs> um, and of course, the big drama surrounding this is that it, it like signs point to it being a painted Deva, wired Deva, but I, as Chrono correctly pointed out um yesterday you know just because it has the same driver specs and everything looks the same doesn't necessarily mean that it is the same and um and you brought up the great point about the 660s and the 58x and stuff like that and so there is a chance that this is not a wired deva or yeah black painted wired deva um, but the other thing I wanted to mention about this is that it's uh, from just speaking to you know, a number of people uh, like industry insiders and stuff like that on, on the subject, it, it's not incorrect to say that this is inspired by the HE500 because it is double-sided and it does use a similar uh, structure there, a similar magnet structure to actually the HE6. So, um, you know, it's not technically incorrect to say that it's, you know, it has a heritage of the HE500 in it. Um, it's just that for anybody who is wanting it to be an HE500 for technical performance, it's probably going to be a bit disappointed, like I am. <laughs> but again, we don't know that because what I'm wondering, and I'll, I'll let you guys uh, chime in on this as well. What I'm wondering is, does the dual entry make a difference for, um, you know, what the what it's capable of doing? Because uh, even the wired Deva is still single entry. So that is still a difference. Um, I don't know. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about this about this release? Uh, I mean, it's a high five man in drop, so I'm... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't... This is the thing. I haven't tried any of the other, like the 4XX. Like I haven't tried the rest of the... Or the Edition X. Wait, Edition XX? There's a yeah, bunch of the them. the Edition there. XX. Yeah. Uh, and then they had, I think there was like a V2 of that. 
And then there was, and well, first there was, I think, the four Edition X. X. And, well, yeah, there's Edition X and then Edition XV2. And then I know they did one of those collaborations with Drop for that egg-shaped Hi-Fi Man thing. Um, but I don't remember exactly what that was called. Yeah, and then the 4XX, I believe, is a 400 I've, item. Uh, yeah, and I've owned, I've owned two of the 4XXs, so... Wait, you... I, I like that one. That yeah, one, they're good. Was... I think as an entry-level planar, those are probably... Yeah. Honestly, those the best entry level planners. Inexpensive. 150, like, I think. Yeah. One, I think they raised the price recently. Actually, one one time I saw them as low as the 120. I went that's crazy. Mm-hmm. crazy for yeah. like a 400 i. So, like, I always say, like, if people getting into the audiophile world, I always say get the 400 XXX or or the 400, the 4 XX or the Sennheiser uh, 58X as as your comparable to decide if, which way you want to go. Like, well, you can go have both, but like, if you prefer that sound signature, like planner versus dynamic and like that kind of. What, what is going on on your TV behind you? <laughs> uh, Pac-Man. I think oh, Pac-Man's okay. jumping up now. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, my, my, uh, the NES mini running demo mode. So it's running through all my. Oh, is that Super Mario? I think it yeah. is. It's, now it's, uh, no, it's still Pac-Man, but yeah. Really? See, oh, I, I thought it looked like the OG Mario menu. And then should be yeah it's a little delayed. I'm looking at the YouTube so it's delayed. So I'm like, <laughs> no, that looks like it's there. <laughs> I turn around. Yeah. Oh, there uh, we go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Someone says Madlust Envy said that's the guy on Headfire who said said the build was pretty good on the five XX. Um. You know that's the other thing with this. Um. While it's a somewhat controversy, if I had to choose between a Deva and the five XX, I'd probably take the five XX. Because I like the look, the black yeah. look, and I like the um, I I, I wasn't it looks a nice. fan of the yeah, and I wasn't a huge fan of the Deva headband, and I preferred dual entry. So mm-hmm. the question is, can you use that little module that you can get with no, the Deva to get the Bluetooth? <laughs> I, was with, I was joking with some friends about this. You could technically use two of them, two of them, <laughs> and then have multiple different sources <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so confused uh, right now. Yeah, but I mean the cup is the same, right? As the yeah. Davis, so you have the. It, it, it looks very nice. It's a really cool looking headphone with like I a agree. really exposed grill and yeah. you know, all black finish. And I do prefer the the old school Hi-Fi-Man headband actually. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I that's actually that. I agree. I agree. That was my biggest complaint with the Davis build is that it's an odd color and the headband wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you it's know, it's definitely. I think it's definitely because of how similar the driver looks. And you know all the old the magnetic trace and the structure and all that looks pretty much the same well, as the Deva. And also the adhesive looks the same too. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And 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 of course uh, there's the measurements and the power readings and all that. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's it's worth giving it the benefit of the doubt until I actually you know listen to mm-hmm. because yeah. always earlier there was a thing of the five eight X and the six sixty S. I mean the five eight X measures almost exactly the same as the six sixty. Uh, and it has pretty much the same every every all the driver specs are you know, almost the same, but uh, they ended up sounding you know very different at least in performance. So yeah, and you and you don't maybe we don't know we don't know how that how that, that driver that they put together there will react to maybe exactly. a little better dual power, power and the yeah. dual-sided yeah. connectors. Mm-hmm. So and and like this is the thing for for me. I mean, they say even in the Deva, They've said that the Deva takes design inspiration from the Sasfara. Now, this is true because it does use asymmetrical magnet designs. So what I always wondered with the Deva was, was anything lost when with the effort to make it wireless with the blue mini 
module, which is right here. So, wait, I had it somewhere. Anyways, the, with the blue mini module, was there any performance that was like sacrificed to be able to get that? And when you're not having to do that, does is there potentially more, or is there more potential there for that driver? You know, with the dual entry and that kind of stuff. And then also, what we don't know is the effects of pads of the pads if they did in fact change the pads right they would have had to done something different with the pads because they're a different color so that's that's mm -hmm. the other thing with that and yeah so that's why like i as much as like yeah okay maybe it looks like like the deva uh, i i also want to reserve judgment um i think i was probably a little bit quick to jump on you know oh wow this you know <laughs> if it <laughs> if it looks like this it probably is this but i think everybody's Who's saying you know we got to wait till we hear it is probably right that it's not fair to pass judgment until we actually hear it um okay i'm moving on from that unless you guys uh <laughs> have any more thoughts more yeah. questions in chat yeah, yeah. Good. the marius stark uh the stelia versus vc for soundstage uh chrono has both now as well but i also have both and the the vc is much uh bigger sounds just 3d too as a more of a bubble and then uh yeah, it's, it's i'd also say the vc presentation yeah and i also think the vc even though it has like that it's no, supposed to be like a dark headphone or like a i don't even call it dark like a warm headphone it actually has a it's pretty bright actually uh on the the, the treble side like it's actually a relatively bright headphone um yeah it, it actually has you know i think if you if you consider Harmon uh treble to be you know the neutral mm -hmm. treble and it does it does come up to a similar level mm -hmm. um, and it can definitely be a, a bright headphone up into trouble. It makes a good contrast though with, yeah. you know, the slightly warmer upper mids and stuff that I have. Yeah. But, Sounds, uh, I personally love it. It's my favorite headphone. But, but yeah. for the, for the sound stage though, it's, it's, it's so much wider than the, yeah, uh, the, the Stelia. It's just on another level. Stelia is like you're ahead looking into a venue and the VC is like more like you're there with it around you. Yeah, I think, I you're think ahead from, looking like a giant head. Like a giant head looking into it, yeah. For, for relative comparisons, I'd say that the, the, the Stelia is like a little bit more uh, closed in, a little more forward than something like an HD6XX, mm -hmm. if you're familiar with that series. Mm -hmm. Whereas the VC is even wider than, I, I, to me, it sounds even more open and wider than stuff like the DT1990 Pro. Than the yeah. LCD series headphones, it's it's pretty legit in terms of sound stage. Yep. Honeymoon phase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to be. Man. It's a good place well, to be. I, look, I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm teasing, man. I'm in this. I love the thing too. So I'm just too. You've been in honeymoon for like a year and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So there was something else actually that was uh, well. I don't know if it's released, but people are talking about it. Um, there's the new Emotiva headphone. Oh, yeah, I got that correct. That. So I think Guttenberg did a thing on that. And I don't know anything about it, but um, have you guys heard anything about this? I haven't. I anybody saw in the, the chat? At least anybody in <laughs> chat, yeah. I'll be, I'll be right back one second. Oh, okay. Sorry. He's going to go get it. <laughs> like, I got one right here. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I haven't heard too much about it, but I don't know if anybody in the chat has. Well, um, uh, what I know is that they're really well-known Wait, did I get the name right? Is it Emotiva? Something like that. Um, but I know it's a company, uh, it's one of those companies that's really well known in the speaker world. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, that is potentially interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's one of these things where it's like, we have to wait until, you know, we, we get it in hand, you know, or maybe somebody does measurements or, you know, we get a little bit more information about it because there's just not enough uh, 
not enough yet. Um, and um, I'll wait for Krona to get back because there's there were other there were other let's say news tidbits, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to cover that yet. Um, I would say like the uh, um, yeah, there's been a couple of interesting things coming. Like nothing crazy, nothing like super out there as far as news lately. But I mean, there's obviously the the HD560s was a new thing that's it's kind of already been played a little bit. That's but other than that, I'm trying to think. This has there been anything really exciting really? Like for us, <laughs> or yeah, just in general, like just like in the headphone world. Like I mean, I'm trying to think. I know I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Nothing in particular. That's... No, like the new campfire stuff. Oh yeah, the, Dorado. That'd be exciting. Somewhat, well, I'm, I'm less. I'm less I, I wasn't a fan of either of them, but <laughs> yeah. uh, Dorado has me a little more interested because um, you know, like the, when they do these refreshes, they do retunes, you know, mm-hmm. and so if there's I mean, Terry mentioned that the Vega is not really that different. Uh, oh yeah, the Emotiva headphone. Emotiva headphone, yeah. Planar, yeah. Or, is it Planar? I don't know if it's Planar or, or Dynamic. I didn't. I, I I really just glanced and was like, oh, that's a that's a new thing. That's exciting because Emotiva is a company. Speaking Maybe they throw like, a purple and it's an stat. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> well, there are some exciting things happening as far as like you know headphone development that could potentially enter into the high end uh, a little bit as well like Moondrop's making an electrostat, an e-stat. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. I don't know if you guys saw the design for that. You know, like, it it looks weird. (laughs) But, um... I'm not even seeing the Emotiva headphone when I did a Google search for it. (laughs) It was was, uh, was Gutenberg. Yeah. Um, I can't, yeah. Excuse the key, key tappy taps, being lazy. Uh... Yeah, I'm not really. Uh, Emotiva Lounge. I'm not seeing. Oh, no, the it's, base it's set. The GR1. GR1. GR1 is what it's called. GR-1. Oh, here we go. I had to go yeah. to videos to see it. Yeah. Interesting. So this is this is one I, I do want to get my hands on because it's a big name. Like mm-hmm. the company is well known uh, for, for, you know, speaker design and stuff like that. Not that that's an indicator necessarily that it's going to be good, but you know it's, it's mm-hmm. something worth paying attention to i think um yeah for sure i uh what really i think there's other things like i think a lot of people are interested in like uh, i've been seeing in the different audio communities anyways like interested in like a lot of these new it seems like everyone's kind of searching for that perfect amp and in, in, in dac lately is what i've been seeing a lot of um which is interesting uh usually people go for headphones <laughs> first or whatever but that seems to be a, a thing i've been seeing a lot of news about the uh sparkos um aries not a lot of news but like a lot of like random chit chat about right. that one um which is it and then i've seen wait Sparkos Aries, isn't there another company that makes one called Aries as well? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. like four different Aries amps. <laughs> and then uh, what's the other one? Oh, Denafraps. 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 Wait, no, um, isn't the Denafraps the one that does Aries? Maybe. I think they do have an error. They have something similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sparkos has an Aries. Okay. Yeah. Sparkos Aries there, amp. It's the one I know because uh, ZMF has the support. Yeah, see, I knew he was going to say because ZMF. Because uh, that's the one Zach, that Zach, Zach said that was his favorite song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's his favorite song. Now, yeah. if you had a Denifrips Aries paired with a Sparkos Aries, would you just have the God tier setup? It's a whole lot of horn going on fighting. there. A lot of, a lot of angry... Uh... <laughs> Somebody's internet. Oh, man. Somebody's voice changed. Oh, is it? Uh, is it? I don't know why. Some... 
I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Somebody just went like, because, you know, we were off camera. We were having some uh, mic garbling yeah. issues. So. Oh, wait. Are we back? Is it mine? No, no. That's, uh, no that, nothing went frames. like bad, but then something sounded like, you know, I went like this. And I was like, oh, it's lag. Could just be the voices in your head. Um, <laughs> oh, the other news uh, the is um, words. Sorry, I'm a little discombobulated. Uh, they're talking like I've been seeing a lot of uh, gear going up lately for sale used. Have you noticed this? Like there's been a mm, no, big swing that. recently of like gear going up on like head and that kind of stuff. So it's interesting. People need to stock up on toilet paper so they right. can get the toilet paper fund. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Winter's coming. Yeah, winter <laughs> is coming. Uh, yeah, so I've been seeing that. That's what I've been because I've been seeing people posting constantly like, oh wow, all these people selling their stuff. Um, yeah. So I try um, to think nothing. Does Emotiva need 50 watts? <laughs> oh, I don't think any headphone needs 50 watts. Yeah. Maybe there's one out there. It'd be crazy. It's kind of bananas. Yeah. Uh, oh, there... it is a dynamic. Okay, thanks. Dynamic. Thanks. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a dynamic headphone, I guess. Um, any uh, any interest or any anyone heard the Quad Era 1? Uh, I haven't, but um, I'm not encouraged by what I've been reading about it. Yeah. Um, what would be a good deck upgrade over the MyTech Liberty deck? All the things. I'm teasing. Uh, I'm joking. That was. I'm joking. Don't. Well, Tyler would probably say Hugo TT too. Yeah, yeah. It's five, five grand. Um, uh, I would say the Bifrost too. Honestly, shit, Bifrost two is probably one of the best because, uh, decks you can get on the market right now. Because Liberty is a deck amp combo, mm -hmm. right? If so you want deck the... amp combo, probably the RME ADI two, maybe. But it's just a different flavor of a different, different same. Yeah, know. You know, at that point, you're just talking different flavors, not necessarily better. Yeah. The the one thing with the Liberty is that it's way more analytic sounding than it's ESS. You know right? what I mean? It is ESS, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I don't re, think re, it's re, re. as low. I know you don't like ESS stuff. <laughs> oh man, it's so sad about the AKM news. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's, that's that. There you go. That's what that I was thinking of. One. Thank you. Yeah, it's like it's like racking my brain. I'm like, God, I just read something last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead, Russell. You, you you posted it. It was that's. I was very sad when I saw that. Um, yeah. So for anyone unaware, um, AKM's factory had a fire, and the I mean, allegedly it's or supposedly it's it's gonna mess up production for up to like a year even or maybe even more than a year yeah which means that many of these dax manufacturers are producing dax Mike, that use them yeah mics uh, and dax so like across the board yeah uh it, it means that you know they're gonna have to find other solutions and that means that we're not gonna see like right now there's probably still you know a lot of stuff that's in production because they probably still have them so you'll probably see stuff with the 4499 and stuff like that uh, you know mm -hmm. the d90 and stuff but eventually that shortage is probably going to catch up yeah. and they'll have to find other solutions so that'd be interesting hopefully they'll because start it was making like the, they said it was a year right a year. Year yeah about a year disruption mm -hmm. in production of your yeah. it, it yeah. sounded like a lot of the based on the posts and reading through a little bit after you posted that um it sounded like there was going to be a lot of those guys already had like at least a year's supply of the chips already in place to build that's what i'm thinking yeah so, so they hopefully they can <laughs> just just trickle it out a little bit yeah. slower so you, <laughs> so you don't buy and demand is gonna get yeah. crazy dax are gonna go yeah well akm dax um yeah. and then they're gonna cost more yeah okay this which one... means which means they're gonna sound better of course <laughs> Wait, 
More money, more I better. <laughs> uh, I do have an answer for you, by the way, Vincent, uh, on what would be a good upgrade from the Liberty. And it's a very expensive upgrade, but the Matrix X Saber Pro. <laughs> that is a fantastic deck. Literally uh, it's, the it's, upgrade. It's very expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of my favorite decks. Like, yes, okay, the chord stuff, I like it better, but that's like five grand. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, wait, somebody must be a crazy person. I think they asked this twice. Uh, how nice is the soundstage depth the the reviewers talk about in the Aria? How does other headphones like the HD 100 S? Well, see, HD compared to this? Chrono can answer that one. Yeah. Um, see, it's 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 HD 100 wins. Wait, hold up, hold. Up. <laughs> Chrono has both, right? Or yeah, he just he, yeah, just did a yeah. What? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a comparison of the Aria and HD 100 is still in the making. I know I said it last weekend, but there were some camera issues uh, earlier in the week. So um, yeah, trying to get that sorted out. But a written review of that or written comparison should go up either today or tomorrow on the community forum. So if you want to check that out, we can probably update the description of this video. Right, we'll link it. Yeah, we can link yeah, it there. Yeah. But um, so. One of the things that I mentioned was like the, the HD100S, which I'm wearing right now, I think is a little more open and, and wide sounding. So if you're talking like in terms of distance of how how far close specific tracks will be, I think that this one does it, it will be able to create a better sense of, of space and distance and all that. But with the Aria, when you have several instruments recorded onto one track, what I, what I noticed or heard, at least for me, what happened was that those were a little bit better spaced out. Like they had a little more uh, distance between them. Like the layers. Yeah, okay. the layers, uh, even in like single track recordings. So like, say you have two instruments on, on one recorded through one microphone, they they tended to be feel a little bit better spaced out on the Aria. Hmm. This so is very sharp separation on the Aria for my- That's just a planar thing as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 one, it's just one of those planar qualities. Yeah. I love that quality. Broke the camera now. All right, all right. Stabby, hold stabby, up. stabby. <laughs> hold up. Let me, let me, let me say something because I was actually going to talk about this when we were talking about the five XX. This whole Hi-Fi and QC is horrible. I, you know, they've been really bad in the past. I know. I've I've read a lot about it, but recently I think they've really stepped up their quality. I think the only reason you'd break them is if you, you know, you try to. Because I was going to say, despite popular belief i'm actually pretty careful with my stuff the hc 100 for the record came broken from it, factory it, the, <laughs> i just finished i just finished the, the job the yeah. reason it's funny to meme him is because he is so careful about his gear that's yeah. why it's funny to say that he breaks everything because he doesn't <laughs> to be yeah. clear I, I saw the photo <laughs> every time i think every time oh wait chrono every time i disconnect the cable my hc 100 s i think of you yeah. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it in every review. I'm gonna mention it again in the comparisons. Those connectors. Yeah. They all even no, I, I I hate the connectors too because the other the other side. They have of a it, magnetic even... click too thing where it's like it has oh, like. Do they? Yeah, there's like oh, it feels like a magnet. I don't think it is, but it feels this, like it. Like outer thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like this ring here. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't break it. Connected to the socket inside, and it came. It was already halfway out, and I didn't notice. And then when I pulled the cable, it just can't pull the entire thing. Yeah, because because the other thing that I noticed with them as well when I was evaluating actually both the HD 100s and the HD 20 was that it takes quite a bit of like gumption to pull out the connectors regardless. Yeah. And they're yeah. not even locking. No, like, no. Well, they, 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 they have like a little notch that you can. Yeah, it has like a. 
Well, it shouldn't. <laughs> I agree. I hate those <laughs> connectors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there was some... Oh, yeah, on the HiFi and build quality thing. Um, actually, I, I have a video coming out soon. I was working... Oh, yeah. Tyler, Scott. He's No, he's going to break them. He's going to pull out the connector. <laughs> Let's see if we'll, I can we'll get, get it to focus We'll get a live demonstration. Of the... <laughs> Of the Focus. Don't 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 do it, man. Don't do it. It's just kind of wiggle it. it, and then oh wait, god, wait. no, no, don't. You're come on, focus. It's like it wants to oh, focus, god. and then it does. Oh, stupid. Okay, but anyways, so so yeah, that <laughs> so oh. the the thing is you can't hear us, so let's just go like this. Yeah, <laughs> come on, don't focus on my hand. Come on, camera, you can do this. We yeah, have faith in you. There it is. You can see the notch. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It came out. He, he broke it. it. He broke his yeah. So it has a little like notch it, that it kind of sockets there, right? in. That's what I've found. Um, I just yeah. So uh, on that on the subject of of breaking things, um, I have a video coming out soon about the Focal Alex, which is behind me, and or back there somewhere. It already yeah. broke. Um, well, okay. Here's the thing. Like you know how there's like videos about you know the build quality like the driver dies or something like that or oh, the know, clipping or whatever post about clipping and stuff like that uh like i have been trying to make it clip and i can't yeah like i, I, I when i had mine i could never get it to clip because you only listen to jazz you gotta throw on some squirrels no no i i threw on i you threw know, put on, on that dubstep aggressive boost the, the, the sub bass by 12 stuff that i would <laughs> never normally listen to and i even i even tried to like you know get it to clip by like boosting the bass mm -hmm. as well and I'm just playing like sine waves and stuff, and I, like below 100 hertz, and I, I couldn't get it to. to well, I'll, I'll say from my experience, I heard it on the Elegia, I heard it on the Clear, both at ridiculous levels that I would never listen to, and, so, and bass boosted on the Clear, but I didn't hear it on the Celia at all. Ever. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. I, I, it makes me feel like so. Well, two things with that. The the first is that there's there's probably like a variable level for where that happens depending on certain conditions like certain things because like even on this one like over 90 db like pushing the like pain inducing i couldn't get it yeah. to to clip and then i'm like i just th this experiment needs to stop because i'm going to damage my hearing wait wait, wait. <laughs> you think it would have to do it could be affected by the power output of the amplifier um uh, so the only thing that could potentially influence this is if you had a really high output impedance source, mm. um, because all those focals, not all oh. of them, but I, but they all, almost all, all of them. All of them are like a hundred. They're easily like eighty to like thirty something, right? No, 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 no. no. I was saying there's an impedance um, bump there in the bass. Oh, mm. I think That's around fifty hertz. Where if you use a high output uh, impedance source, like really high output impedance source, you'll boost the bass like crazy. So maybe there's a condition where somebody is using this uh, on a really high output impedance source, and it's it's actually having a very substantial effect on the bass. I actually did some measurements as well with it on the tube amp, and the tube amp because it's you have variable output impedance selectors there. Um, you can like basically you just turn it to a different output impedance, and then it boosts the bass like crazy. So <clears throat> so that's one that's one potential answer for it. But I think like. The other thing I was going to mention is that, you know, there's probably some QC issues there, probably, but every manufacturer has, yeah. you know, yeah. failure rates and you're Deviation, never going to hear, stuff, yeah. yeah, every, everybody's going to have that. And, you know, you're, you know, if you, you're six months down the road or a year down, down the road, like you're not going to get the people passionately telling you that your, their headphones are working great. 
Like that, you're only going to get the people who are saying, "Oh, my broke." <laughs> yeah. You know, like. <laughs> so. It's it's I, those. It, it's always that case of like those yeah. kind of minority. It's the vocal minority that tends tends to be very yeah. loud, and and then it quite puts everyone in, in, in a panic. You know. Yeah, so. and maybe it's it's like bad because like you keep seeing it, right? You keep seeing, oh, this is the clipping issue, or this is a. I, I saw on Olive's gadgets video where the right he said the right side driver failed, and then he took it apart and then try to put it back together again and it did, he couldn't get it to work and then they sent him another one and the right side driver was also or something weird was also going on or channel imbalance or something and, and i saw that and i thought okay you know that's bad but maybe he's just unlucky because <laughs> i've never had any issues so uh, real quick there's a couple hey, questions uh sorry you can jump on some too chrono yeah i was gonna answer the question the is the oh, 6xx yeah. a good buy for my first headphone, fantastic yeah. buy. Yeah, great. I I, under five hundred dollars, I don't think it could do much better, really. Uh, uh, the OG Stacy six hundred versus five sixties. I would say keep the OG six hundreds, and without hearing the five sixties. But also, as for amp DAC pairings, uh, JDS Labs Adam DAC and amp. Those I are, agree. I think each each one of those are a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're you're gonna have a but you could set up total and or you can do the the shit stack. The same say, same shit stack. The, shit stack. How much well. is the Modi like the Modi same. Also, hundred, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, you have to pay like taxes and shipping with shit, but like it's it, okay. so it jumps yeah. both of them actually. So you end up paying probably closer to like two fifty to that range. See, and here's the thing: the L thirty, from what mm -hmm. I've found, has more power than the Magni Heresy. Probably, or you can you got more room there, and you get three different power selectors. It's a bit more expensive, mm -hmm. but I think I would probably take a the the shit DAC shit audio DAC, <laughs> um, the Modi uh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm with we're tracking, the, we're tracking. <laughs> over the E30, um, this yeah. goes back to the whole ESS versus AKM kind mm -hmm. of thing, right? Like, because the E30, as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's that's an ESS-based one, isn't it? I think it's that or it's, yeah, it is ESS. I think. I'm pretty sure. So I would, I would whichever whichever one of those, I would probably want to go with the AKM one because for less, especially for like the more entry-level stuff, the, I find that the, implementation of ESS stuff just generally isn't as good but that's been my like I don't have like concrete evidence for like everything it's just like what I've observed Ooh. so far <clears throat> um the other one is interesting I saw and it's actually it's been something recently I've been seeing in the forums as well is someone was asking about getting um uh, using speaker amps to power their headphones and I believe amps and sound does a converter box I'm not sure how expensive oh, yeah. it is and so and there's a guy recently in our forum that, that just put got that he just got it and so he's getting it in so he's he's pretty stoked about that so there is options for that and it does work it's uh, i think it's a balanced i think you can pick but i don't, I don't know but anyways the amps and sound does does those and i'm sure other people do too but that's just more recently literally i think it was yesterday he posted about yeah. it so um, um i see here um diana v2 versus Imperian. diana probably but diana's uncomfortable <laughs> I, have you heard Fun comfort or like Wait, have you heard the V2? I've heard it real briefly. Or no, I've just heard the Fi. I've just the Phi. And then okay. but I just know it's the same more or less comfort levels. So yes and no, because <laughs> the previous ones were like the most uncomfortable thing I've yeah. ever put on my head. Then they updated the pads, which were better. But it's still better. the same It's like... still the same design. Um the the pad difference does help like a mm -hmm. lot. But it, it was still not as comfortable as when I used I mean, the DMS mod, right? And so the DMS mod really made it comfortable. 
because uh, he takes the pad, the material out of the top of the pad. Yeah, yeah. And then I think you can get the little. I've seen people put the little uh, Dakoni nuggets. I oh think, yeah. And put them like right where, because I guess there's a hot spot like right here well, on the the things and. DM it. Well, DM, yeah, but that also depends because I yeah I'm not sure. I think that's different on the V2 as well. I think mm -hmm. there's actually a, it's a bit longer. DMS can correct us if we're wrong about yeah. that. But, um, I saw like when we were at when we tried out his headphone at CanJam, mm -hmm. he actually had like the top part was also um, they had not the, extra uh, pads or whatever. He had that weird leather, pad, thing. but it was like a yeah. yeah, there was a thing around it. I like, remember so, seeing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I the Imperium is super comfortable though. I did get to hear the Diana V2 against the like Diana Phi non modded. I got to hear them both side by side. And it was night and day between, like, I was like, the Diana Phi is just so much better for technical performance. Like, it was like, wow. Like, it, to me, it was like, the, the Diana V2 was maybe, yeah, like, I mean, it was fine. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. um, the tuning was a bit maybe odd, but but it just did not sound as detailed um, as, the, as the Phi. So I can see, I can see why they wanted to go with the different price tiers there. Because it just was not on the same level, um, but so between the two, <laughs> between yeah. V2 and the Imperian. If comfort's important to you, probably the Imperian. If yeah. you like bass, Imperian. Uh, if you like everything else, go with Phi. I would almost, <laughs> I would almost say Diana V2, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's like because it, with the Diana V2, you can at least uh, swap out the pads for like the DMS mod, mm -hmm. right? And then I do think that Dana V2 is probably going to be technically more capable than the Imperium. Are, are they comparably priced too? Yeah, they are. That's yeah. why it's. Well, I think I think it, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, it, if you're going for Diana like a... has a reputation for being like this really high performance resolution thing, whereas the uh, Imperium seems to be relaxed, kind of warm that's, base. That's coming soon, though. Uh, a more warm, more lush sort of relaxed experience it's, it's a weird experience man like they yeah, also it, it is weird the treble but, gets beamed into your ears <laughs> but i will say i do think that the, that the empyrean doesn't need eq no whereas the diana phi at least um it really did it it, it this was a 10k resonance that that was pretty rough on it yeah um but when I did EQ it, it sounded fantastic. So <laughs> it sounded way better than the Imperium ever could. So uh, well, what, do you, what do you guys, uh, somebody's asking, what do you guys, uh, like the whole discussion about clean versus warmer sources? Like, is there, is, like, is clean sound not enjoyable? Well, clean, what, clean I mean, def, I mean, there's, it, it depends on your so definition of what clean. <laughs> <laughs> I washed the crap like, out of my tubes. It's amazing. Analytical <laughs> clean, I think is what they're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. so I, I because to me that's different. I think neutral and clean are different things as well, yeah. right? Like to me, clean means it's like it's it has a really dark background. There's no like it's just Black good separation. That's but, a let's call it. Part. Let's call it like yeah. a, a more true to source feeling sort of. Yeah, clean like and that. like I would say clean and and smooth is like my preferred I, signature. Uh, SPL Fonitor X versus the Cayenne HA One Mark II tube amp. Fonitor would the be clean. Is the clean one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, that's yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and even compared to the IHA Six, the Fonitor's the the Fonitor is like more I don't know. Yeah, clean. While I do think that the transparency is about on the same level. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to mention, like I, we've said this before, I think, but where, you know, people talk about 
sources being warm and bright and on and that kind of stuff and like ideally they don't change the frequency response unless you're messing with output impedance or using tube amps like tubes of some kind because tubes will make things warm but for solid state mm -hmm. amplifiers like some there are, some are there warm. are some that that can actually change the frequency response with you know certain transformer couple designs and stuff like that and i've seen like like so for example the rupert neve stuff does it's actually, warmer it is it does on certain outputs it does warm up the it does boost the bass a little bit and um they're using i want to say the bioelectric the bioelectric yeah, well, and the bioelectric's the other one yeah uh, well no that's not the bioelectric line it's it's lake people but lake it's people. the same company mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um and for their nimbus stuff they're trying to do this as well so there are certain transformer couple designs that aren't meant to be perfectly transparent but they're that, that's specifically because they're developing a transformer to have a certain kind of sound so they probably wouldn't measure well like on an you know if people are doing asr kind of stuff and they're they're going to see some deviation there but that's intentional so mm -hmm. i yeah i mean it can still be a great sounding amplifier um but I, I really i really think like for for like most of the stuff that like is under like yeah a thousand dollars like the more like let's say objectively excellent stuff that's not going to really change the frequency response um i don't think at all so well, for me it's kind of like the the headphone thing right like the headphone uh, and a neutral uh, okay hold up a regular neutral headphone versus you know something like this right which is <laughs> <laughs> I look, okay, so like, if, if I can oh, stop up, it, hold up. <laughs> if if I consider this to be like I, I I mentioned this in the live stream that I consider you know the the Sennheiser sort of HC eight hundred HC six hundred style tuning to be neutral, right? But then there's a tuning like this, which is you know has its own sort of mild coloration that is lovely and fun and. I think it's Lovely. different flavors and uh, which, well, okay, so there, but there's also, then there's also the thing, which one do I think is more accurate to what I think an instrument would sound like in real life as a musician? Well, that's also your experience. Yeah. As a musician. Yeah. Also, so also for me, when I think like, oh, which, which one do I think is, is the more accurate one? I'd say this one, which one do I enjoy more? I think is a little more fun. Probably this one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but, uh, it's almost as if preference matters. That's yeah. It's almost as if preference matters. Stop it. Uh, he, I, I see here. Um, there's a lot of good questions. Actually, yeah, there's a lot of good questions, guys. So we, we, yeah, we, there's there's actually been a, 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 people keep asking Stelia versus uh, BC Detail. Uh, it's tough, but I would. Email. That's a really close one. Yeah, it's really close. I would actually. I want to. I want to say that I think the Stelia is marginally. Yeah. Better, but potentially. Like, only very slightly. They're yeah. very, they're very. I mean, all these headphones, HCA twenty, HCA hundred, BC Stelia. I think they're all in the, the same sort of the pretty, ballpark, pretty flavors, pretty close ballpark for, for resolution. Um, we'll get we'll get you a close back E stat. <laughs> I've never seen one. I don't think I don't think it's. I, don't, I think there's some. All your hairs in your ears get pulled that. out. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe like electrets. I think you can do. There have been some close back electrets. Um, like a long time ago, um, so, I see. I, I had like a whole bunch of stuff, like topics to talk about, but we can throw just throw out the window. window but there's questions. so many, there's questions. So many good questions. Yeah, um, I see here the the THD for the Imperium is really high compared to even classic Odyssey. Is THD a bad metric? Yes, because it means well. If you see 
THD published, if THD being published on a headphone spec chart is meaningless, um, unless we're t unless it's like fifty percent or like something ridiculous, um, because it doesn't tell you where the THD is low or high, and it also doesn't tell you which. So it doesn't tell you if it's fundamental, if it's um, uh, second or third harmonic. Uh, or fourth or whatever it doesn't tell you it doesn't give you that information and then also it's just aggregating it to a number to an arbitrary number that has no bearing on actual technical like capability what it might have some uh impact on is eq ability maybe but even then you don't know just by looking at the spec sheet because you don't know where that that's going to show up um and there was there was a recent thing that was done um, to indicate that, or to show that THD is actually a really com a completely useless uh, metric. Because of how far, we don't- Because you'd never be able to hear it. Put into perspective how far down these headphones 0. Really 0.1% THD is completely inaudible. Mm -hmm. And 0.2% is completely inaudible. So <laughs> like, and you have headphones that cost like $300 that have published lower THD yeah. than headphones that are way more technically capable that are, you know, high end stuff. And it's mm -hmm. just because THD is, it's like when you see a, you know, the, the frequency response that gets published in the spec sheet usually says 10 to like 40 K that is completely meaningless. <laughs> oh, well, you can also, then you can also talk about twos. Like there's certain distortions that end up second and third harmonic distortion. If yeah, you look at not actually being pleasing and enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, well, actually, uh, right now, so uh, I just did the Alex thing comparison or whatever impression, and straight off the the TT two, it had a its own unique signature, what have you, and it was enjoyable. But I've been re listening all night with my radiance, radiance, uh, with the T with the T four, the ECP T mm four, -hmm. and man, it just it really it kind of came into its own. Um, it really has it really pushed up more against like what the Stelia was doing, if that makes sense. It didn't become as it's, it was, I don't know, just became a little more pleasant. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Uh, oh, he says even in a THD graph. Um, so this is the other thing about, if you look at uh, THD, like the, the, the actual plot for balanced armature driver IEMs, in all cases, third harmonic distortion is significantly higher than everything else. Um, and I have a suspicion that this is where BA, the quote unquote BA timbre comes from, because I think it's also, it's bordering on the audible threshold for, for balanced armature driver IEMs. Um, so it probably does matter to a certain extent in the, in those graphs, but there's the problem with that is that you have to know that it's at an audible threshold for starters, which it isn't always, and potentially not even the case in BAs. That's just my suspicion. Um, the other is, um, you have to know that the measurement was taken in an environment where that THD plot is actually readable, right? Because if you have it, this is one of the reasons why I think Crin doesn't post THD, but also like if you have it in a, in an environment that's kind of noisy, that stuff can show up there as well. So you're not going to get the best indicator of THD. Um, uh, real quick, someone asked, uh, does Stelia sound good with the tube amp? Depends on the tube amp. Uh, the ECPT4 has a low gain, and it's it works fantastic with that. Uh, I think the tuba, I have that on loan right now, the uh, Hagerman Sorry, tuba. The What's the impedance of the of the stellium? I, Ooh, I don't. I can't remember either. It's it's, it's pretty 30, low. It's like thirty. It's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, as far as I know, and this was when when we were talking with Focal, they said that they did they, they were using a fully copper voice coil for that as well. Yeah. So. And it, but yeah. So I mean, I have a bunch here. As long as they have a low a low gain mode on the tubes, um, 
it's they i find them per- perfectly fine with the, a lot yeah. of the hybrids or uh especially um they sound they sound great actually most of my listening is off of a, a tube hybrid or a, or a tube of some sort generally so and i have the stellios listen all the time so yeah um shit amps are warm in comparison to jds labs element 2 hd 560 yes. which are clean transparent and dark i can what? say that yes Wait, yeah, wait, so, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So 560S. That, that was a run-on sentence. Yeah. Could you please so, break it down for me? So, it was written as a run-on sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so understand. I, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm going to have to look for that. So the, the, the JDS, I think he's saying dark in the sense of background. It's, oh, the, oh, the amp is dark. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Okay, not because the, the 560s is not dark. Mm-hmm. No, uh, the amps. Yeah, it's talking about the pairing comparison. So I would say yes, the JDS stuff is more on the neutral dark, dark in the sense of dark, dark background side, and then the shit stuff is more on the warm or uh, enjoyable. I, I think it depends on the element because the original element, I can't remember what DAC it was using, but it was it was it's an AKM. Uh, but it sounded it didn't it sounded a lot more neutral or clean to yeah. me than, than the, the the element two which is using a 4493 i believe mm-hmm. that which to me had a slightly warmer low end actually mm-hmm. on the element two so um, um i would say that's a smoother sort of yeah. combo so i'd say the Jotunheim uh, is definitely more warm sounding D- divine current says i don't hear much if any difference between dax is on the same subject uh the only time i heard a large difference is when i plugged in my hd 600s to an old dat tape player from the 90s <laughs> yeah i mean this is the thing like once you have a standalone DAC, the differences among them is it's very minimal um like when you go from one like an akm to a burr brown to an ess even well that may have more difference but even then it's already not that much of a difference so yeah i i and the thing with that too i mean this is something that ian has said like a long time ago yeah um once you actually do start picking up on the DAC once heard can't be unheard (laughs) suddenly it matters like suddenly uh, especially if you've already settled on headphones that you know are like your you know jam jam yeah then then that does start to make a difference Mm -hmm. um and the big thing that i've been that i've realized recently is that ESS based decks aren't actually that bad. <laughs> no, it's about and the it's implementation. All, it's about it's the all about implementation. the implementation because, um, because for a lot of the lower end stuff, at least it used to be the case that they had some pretty bad intermodulation distortion issues, which was what caused that glare issue. So, as far as I know, at least, then maybe there's another reason for the the let's let's say quote unquote saber glare or cheese grater kind of sound. <laughs> but these days it's not it's not like that anymore at yeah. least from the stuff that i've been listening to like that su9 behind me oh wait it's there su9 is doesn't really have that issue so yeah um yeah. uh that makes my choice of the vc and Celia even harder well since they both play nice with two bands perhaps it comes down to <clears throat> details and soundstage I would Detail, say I think it's marginal, so it's it's almost. I would say that between those two, you're getting, you know, really good performance. I, I would consider it a non-factor. Mm-hmm. I just go by two. preference at that point. Yeah. If, if yeah. it's me, I would get the VC. That's just. Yeah, but I mean, me too. Just, but yeah. The sound stage is just way superior. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Is the VC is a 300 ohm headphone, mm-hmm. so so your, tunes would be way better with it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like what you're potentially pairing this with. Like for the audiophile who's like getting into that kind of stuff. That would be more fun, I think. 
because like the differences would be mm -hmm. more significant. Well, I have to say it sounds fantastic. Both I'll, I've only tried the the, the ZDT Junior for tubes, but it sounds great off of solid state as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I I'm biased towards higher impedance headphones. I like I like when I can use them up of an amplifier and get some kind of scaling. And there's a difference between one amplifier and another one, or you know, you you really get the benefits of you know various different sources. Whereas I find with stuff like the Focal Clear, unless you're using high output impedance sources, there's not that huge of a difference for scaling and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Oh, so I had there was a great question here, uh, but I, I lost it again. Yeah, there's been a bunch, man. People have been really going good with the questions. Uh, um, someone asked how they can be friends with us. Uh, <laughs> hi, friend. Like, how, how would someone? How would someone become best friends with all three of you? Asking for myself. Well, it's good you're not asking for a friend. <laughs> um, uh, interaction, man. Interaction. <laughs> hang, out with, hang out in the uh, headphone community forum. I yeah. Guess. Come hang out on the stream. The stream yeah. forum. You can go visit Tyler. He's, uh, you know, he lives in. Yeah, I'm in the the Seattle area. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's a big community out there for yeah. this kind of stuff. You can't you can't visit me because I live in an igloo in the North Pole, so surrounded by ice. Um, <laughs> tube amps got relatively more second order distortion, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but not always. It's not always noticeable, like second or third harmonic. Yeah, but like, what does that even mean as far like there? I can't remember. There was a test somewhere where like like increased the amount of distortion and like it was it was shocking how high it got before you'd actually hear it <laughs> mm -hmm. so um tube amps this is the other thing is like okay regardless of where this comes from tube amps do have an impact so the question always comes up like can you just eq something to make it sound like a tube amp and the answer is you can EQ something to give it a similar kind of FR, a similar yeah. kind of like warmth that you might get from a tube amp. But there are other things that happen with a tube amp that you can't do from just EQ. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, to me, at least in my experience, it's not it's not the same. Yeah, not the, I agree, not the same. To be our friends, somebody said, ask us what our dream headphones are, and then just buy us for buy them. Yeah, I, yeah, my I love this as far. If you want to be my friend. Uh, you can i'm set mate i'm set i'm already good so don't. yeah I'm not, I, I know i know i'm pretty early into the to the whole audio thing but uh i'm pretty much set too if i'm gonna be honest so you, you see that no no i i i this, just wait just wait until you hear some of the some of the like wait until you hear an sr007 mark 2.9 no, having having the the electrostat thing is just too inconvenient. See, no, it really is. Like if I think if I if I go back to to forgetting reviews and everything, mm -hmm. what's most important for me is I want the best sound out of the most convenient thing I can use. So, you know, least desk space, most comfortable, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I would. I, I, you have to take care of them and stuff too with bags and stuff. yeah <laughs> i don't want to do that yeah I, yeah I, that's that's yeah yeah i'm, I'm on a big be like you guys hate e stats you guys are biased yeah that's what someone just complained i think it was in the comments some yeah i've seen a couple uh, times think, was it why don't you guys review e stats <laughs> was it the aria video was it the h100 video i can't I remember. remember somebody was like what's with you guys against e stats we need it's more nothing e against it it's just 
I, I should actually have one coming out soon uh, on an e-stat. There's the, um, yeah, I won't I won't spoil it, but there's one that it used to be on Tile's Wall of Fame. Oh, lads, I have two minutes. I really apologize. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Any <laughs> questions for me? I'm really Quick questions for Chrono. to a class. <laughs> I like how you called us lads. That made me feel like, you know, I'm an old-timey British movie. Lads. <laughs> um, let's see. You, you guys you guys um, are cool that's nice to hear oh thank you you're a friend now <laughs> you're you're not out there here misleading people into lesser products will undo hype like video adder <laughs> <laughs> money machine go bruz <laughs> yeah uh, but uh audio quest night owl slash hawk base mids equivalent to zmf in zmf world what, uh, uh, uh oh uh they don't make it anymore but they're a little they're uh the mod, the T fifty R R mod, whatever. That the the, the Ori. Ori, yeah. Was that actually like that? It was pretty I, basic, as I recall. I mean, I only listened to it very short. I never, I never owned it. I've been wanting. I've been searching for one of the purple uh, burst ones, but. Do I yeah. listen to electronic music? Only Astronomia. You know that song from the from the Coffin Dance video. That's mm -hmm. that's my extent of that. Yes, he listens music. to electronic music. It's an electrical signal that goes to his DAC that goes out and it plays <laughs> okay, with the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All music is electronic music unless you're using a, a, a record. Sorry, Craig, I, had, I, had I to only do listen it. to digital media and I use tons of EQ and everything's filtered through a robot. So no, yeah, everything's electronic music. Everything's filtered through a robot. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't come up with anything to say. I'm not a really funny guy. So there you go. Yeah, I think you're a funny guy. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, uh, Corto L. Um, anything from Felix in the under the two thousand range? They they make really good stuff from the Echo to the what's Elise. This? Elise. Thank you. And then the Euphoria is I think above two thousand though. But the Elise is really good. I gotta, if anybody I knows those guys, get them to email me back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want. I'm, I want I'm really sorry, but uh, oh, yeah, you got the most part. So thank okay. you, everyone. I hope you have a nice weekend. And, All right, uh, young yeah, lad. Peace. Thanks for joining us. All right, lads. Goodbye. Uh, uh, gonna, yeah, there we go. Gonna, now we got. Hopefully, let me let me make sure that the. That's okay. It's it okay. looks okay. Yeah, it looks yeah. okay. Okay. What uh, is a good e-stat outside of stacks right now? Um. Oh, there's that the guy that makes the he does this DIY one. Uh, that's supposed to be pretty good. Um, wait, what? The DIY honey e-stat? Yeah, it's the honey. Um, You're talking Sonoma. No, it's the the guy. He's out of the East Coast. He does the the honey. It's called honey, like honeycomb. It's like a honeycomb thing. I have, I have no it's idea on it's on the forum. It's on the forum. It's <laughs> okay. one of the yeah. He's uh, so he does one, and he those those are pretty good. Um, they have like a cool honeycomb grid with like the orange thing. And, I don't know. Those are supposed to be pretty decent. Uh, Tyler's gonna hate this, but I'm gonna say the the best e stats are at least the ones that I've heard are. Stacks SR007 2.9 and uh, the Hi Fi Man Shangri La stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not the Jade. Not like the Jade. The Jade is the, pretty notorious. The Shangri La. So the Shangri La Senior was ridiculous, mm -hmm. but that's like 50 grand. And yeah. I, and like I've said this before, but like I only, I only listen to the Junior for like a, a minute. Because <laughs> if you're in, you're in the room there. With Dr. Frank Bianan, he's got his like huge fifty thousand dollar headphone set up there, and you have a choice between the fifty thousand dollar one or the four or three four thousand dollar one. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. fifty thousand. So I listen to the senior for a lot longer than the junior, but 
I, yeah, I think the junior and like realistically, the junior and the uh, SR007 Mark or 2.9 are kind of the, those are like the e-stats to beat. And if I were to buy an e-stat, it would be one of those two. Yeah. I, see, I, I just, I mean, I think that the e-stats, I just, I'm just not, for whatever reason, it's just not one of my, sorry, it's getting, the sun actually started coming out. Uh, the, the, um, I'm just not really a big fan of Eastat sound. I guess it's not that I don't dislike what, it. It just what I wonder is like, do you do those? Because like I kind of got this feeling when I was listening to those. Maybe it was just those ones, but mm-hmm. I kind of got the feeling that the dynamics just weren't there the way that yeah. they are on like, you know, like the the, the punch and the mm-hmm. slam and the excursion just and was it's, not the same as a dynamic driver. Had yeah, I think that's probably what it is. I just have a preference for dynamic. I just that sounds natural or right to me, not natural, but right to me, I guess. So that, that's more like that's how you know like my preference. Well, majority of the time but will be towards the dynamic. This side. is an interesting. Is this precog free? No, he's just he. Yeah, he had school. school. <laughs> um, the it, young lads are in school. <laughs> I was I was actually joking with some friends of mine about this. Uh, but the I think there's a really good argument that you know even though like when certain headphones have really good dynamics that's a fun engaging quality the trade-off is probably also that the detail isn't as good because you're because you're you're not getting the detail the same way you're getting Mm -hmm. more instead of detail you're getting the punch yeah and I and like personally I, I I can see the argument for either one of them but I really like that punch and slam quality. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to give up. Yeah, once you have it, or once you've had it for a while, like it is that engagement factor, right? Like the of the punch and slam, it's a different type of engagement. You have the 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 like the e stat has that in your presentation engagement, right? Where it's like the details and everything, kind of like an Aria or the Nanda kind well, of thing. The, the, I mean, if you think about it, right? The mm-hmm. an Estat and a Planar are similar in terms of their pistonic mm-hmm. uh, motion, whereas like dynamic driver, like a Focal, you kind of kind of more of a so, corrugated design. Well, it's a hybrid yeah. design, but it's corrugated mm-hmm. with um, yeah, M shaped dome and stuff like that, right? Whereas with the Planars and the Estats, it's like a more of a flat <laughs> yeah it's not a kind of thing so which makes a certain amount of sense because uh, you know you, you you're not getting that much difference depending on where like whether it's bass or treble right as far as like the way that that sound is being produced yeah um, so, sorry someone asked can we have a discussion about closed back wireless headphones uh they're wireless they're closed back like what uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i, I have one <laughs> I think they're fantastic for out on the out and on the go. Oh, this that is type not of working stuff. all that great. <laughs> You're gonna pull up the Odyssey uh, Mobius and the Odyssey oh, LCD too. Oh yeah, I have the Mobius. Where's Sankar? Sankar's in the chat. Yeah, he's gonna Say be. <laughs> I'm, I'm rocking all Odyssey today with that LCD XC back here. You know, it's, it's an Odyssey day today. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but like the way that the line is for our switch, it almost looks like we're in the same room. Yeah, I know if, you, if you did it, if I did, if I didn't do that, like it would be. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, uh, to me, I think closed back wireless headphones are have a very specific use case, and for that, I would honestly, I don't know. You had you've heard more of the wireless side, but I think my favorite so far has been the Sony. I think the XM4. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what I liked about the XM4 is that you could, so it had a good soundstage for starters, mm-hmm. but it also, you could um, EQ and yeah. change the, because like, the default tuning on that was pretty bad. Like it was, uh, yeah. Nah, yeah. Once, once you, that's, <laughs> that's the problem I think with it is like, once you hear stuff like, like, once you hear, uh, 
once you hear stuff like like these or the Stelias or like even the Elysia, like it's really hard to go wireless with those because there's so yeah. many. Um, but if if they can figure it out, man, like if, oh, it'd be if, fantastic, yeah, right. Like I mean, the Panda was the first like let's say uh, audiophile headphone that mm -hmm. was like wireless and closed. Um, the Mobius is is okay, so. The Mobius is probably better than the Panda. Yeah, the, the Mobius um, is actually pretty great. Mobius is the one that I I think like if I were to buy a closed back wireless headphone today, yeah, Mobius is definitely <laughs> Mobius is probably the one. Well, maybe the pin. No, the Pinrose isn't wireless though, right? It is. It, it is. And it is low latency wireless. Oh, that's right. So mm -hmm. technically, I mean, I was, I was talking to Sankar about this, and like the Mobius is technically a wired headphone yeah. with USB. That's the that's the, and that's how I always used it. Yeah, because so. you're because otherwise you're going to get the delay and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But you know, for music, uh, I think the Mobius is fantastic yeah. for that. But for I, gaming, no, I would I would the Penrose is the way to go for gaming. So fun fact with the Mobius is I actually loved listening to it. Um, and having it in the 3D headspace where your head moves and all that stuff, because it reminded me of <laughs> well, because I, I used to have my monitors system, uh, desktop monitor system set up, and uh, it would it it would remind me of that. Like I could, it, it gave me that same sensation of listening to like a near field monitors without yeah. having to have near field monitors. No, I, I I get that. I mean, it's it definitely it's it's a unique thing that mm -hmm. it's cool that they added it as an option. But yeah, you don't have to use it at all. Yeah. See, what I would love, and I think this is what everybody in like our community wants. It's like wireless, closed back, ANC, LCD one. Uh, that yeah. would that would win headphones. Yeah, that would be, win. you know. And I know they were oh. doing, they were working on that that LCD one closed back, but that oh. never turned into uh, anything, at least not yet. Um, it's not wireless, but the I listened to Android's um, eye signs. The LCD eye sign. It's the yes. little on ear, but then he got. Oh, that's the, the sign. That's the, the sign. sign. Sorry, sign. Yeah. The sign, and uh, he put um, what pad? he put some off aftermarket pads on. I think like they're like pilot pads for like uh, skull candy, <laughs> of all things. Okay. And and they're not Bluetooth, but those things, holy smokes, they were super comfortable. And they act with the skull candy pads that he had on them. It they actually went so over here. Were they, here were they like they, ear pads or like a headband pad? No, just ear ear pads. Ear pads. So okay. you, you swapped yeah. the pads, and they did the. It was it sounded really good for like straight off his iPhone or off my iPhone. Cause, sorry, because those ones are arguably the best tuned Odyssey, like the the sign oh. stuff. Yeah, like the it tuning make, for makes it really good. Sounded fan, and then with the the yeah. pads, it was like very comfortable. I just, so. I hate on-ear headphones. I just don't. Yeah, and that, that's why I didn't. I never really thought. But then with the skull candies, it actually became over-ear. So I was. Oh, I was, oh, wow. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. It's like because they were bigger. Wow. Like they were like okay. a little bit bigger. Um, I need to. I need to try that out. That's awesome. I like that. Cause yeah. I, I almost bought the sign because I heard it and I went, "Wow!" Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. I like left it on for five minutes and went, "No." <laughs> yeah. That's like the. That's like my uh, SR one twenty fives from Grotto. Like I love them because I have the purple Yaxi pads, but like I can't wear those for very long. My ears are yeah. like. Ah free me <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, let's uh, see yeah i see some there's lots of good questions here guys um do, do your mobius have a high noise floor no oh. the only downside with the mobius is that because they have so many electronics in it if mm -hmm. you run it analog you there's going to be some channel mm -hmm. imbalance um and it's a it's, there's this weird phase issue i think at around like it's somewhere in the lower mids around like 300 hertz and that's just maybe 400. It's kind of just a requirement there, I think, because 
they have again all this stuff in there and they're like correcting for it with dsp so that's the only downside really um, um there was a question way earlier from taryn and he asked you specifically oh, resolve taryn who's that oh, okay. oh yeah that's <laughs> uh, weird I, I, dude I, I, I'm awkward his mistress, apparently. His mistress. <laughs> sorry <laughs> it, it uh, inside office joke uh but like um he was asking uh lcd2 i think 2.2 versus lcdx no eq you can only have one lcdx well no eq no eq which lcdx are we talking about here uh, i'm assuming the ones you have it, 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 i don't have lcdx here or sorry xc maybe oh no eq xc uh, easily hands down it was like way up. maybe it's x if it's x that's a tougher choice because <laughs> the x without eq is an well that one at least that i tried was a really odd. yeah lcd x do you enjoy the lcd2 or the lcdx more no eq allowed yeah lcd2 Pro well because okay here's the thing i think i could maybe get somewhat normalized uh but to, mm -hmm. to to an odd sound signature like both of them have an odd sound signature yeah but um, that LCDX in particular was really weird. I, I think, okay, here's the thing. I would probably go LCDX and then later on down the road, just buy different pads for it. Oh, right? that, makes like sense. that would be mm -hmm. the way to go. <laughs> Cause the LCDX yeah. is clearly more detailed. Like this is yeah. great, but the LCDX is like on another level. Like it competes yeah. at it's way with the clears. Price. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, that's, like, I think I, it's even better than that. Yeah. Like, well, like it's, LCDX it's, is nuts it's, for detail. That's what I say. Like it's in that tier though of, of headphones. Yeah, of like the, yeah. the clear LCDX. Um, yeah. I throw the Aeolus in there, but that's more of like the, the, the fun sounding one of the group. Um, yeah. Um, definitely. Closed speakers hit down to 25 hertz, <laughs> but you don't hear that. You feel it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is that. I mean, that that's awesome. Um, oh, I wanted this. Uh, ask did you see the 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 wood the custom wood odyssey stuff oh yeah yeah the new stuff that's coming I'm, out here i am on the subject of odyssey uh, <laughs> that stuff looks wild like they mm -hmm. had the maple one there's like had, those red like the super yeah, the red, red looking ones. one mm -hmm. yeah they're really um, really nice looking so those are me those are for the fours though right i don't know right I, I mean i would assume it's for one of the higher end ones yeah, yeah. but even this one is kind of unique as far as i can't remember what kind of wood this is but it's it looks uh, nice metal, metal was telling me that it's not normal so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah let's see here how They're does the sony xm3 bluetooth without eq stack up to something like the 650 600 and so on it doesn't so it doesn't it really yeah. doesn't like if you want good sound if you want to take sound quality seriously yeah. None of those ANC close back things are any good. Like they are mm -hmm. there to do a function, which is yeah. cancel noise. And they're fantastic for that. Mm -hmm. They do not compete. They're not on the same level. Um, now the, that's why, again, I say like, if you can, if, if, if they can pull off, if some company can yeah. pull off a planar uh, ANC headphone, you know, maybe that would be the thing. Uh, I think everybody sort of wants that. Um, it just needs a lot. Of, uh, maybe not necessarily a lot of power, that. but yeah, like it might. They might just be massive. <laughs> well, this isn't that big actually. The yeah. Mobius, and it's reasonably comfortable. Once it does sort pretty of good. Out. Yeah. I have the cooling pads on mine, and that makes a big difference too. For the Mobius, uh, is it like water cooling your head? Not. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. It has like a. On the it's like a. They have that cooling gel inside the oh. layer inside the pad, inside the ear pads, and it has like a pretty interesting. Uh, 
cooling sensation. Like, sorry, Ke- Kevin says based on the response to the last show, I'm selling my Mesa Imperion. If you like it, you know, don't. If you like it, don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- this is the thing too. Like, with whenever you see like impressions of something, mm-hmm. um, and like not just I'm not talking about the Imperion here. I'm talking about like if somebody buys any you know audio file headphone. Yeah. And that's like the first time they've ever had like a high-end headphone Mm -hmm. they're bound to like it and they're bound to like it more than everything else they've Mm -hmm. ever you know heard because it's actually it's actually a really nice sounding thing you know regardless maybe there's other stuff that's better right maybe it doesn't it's not Mm -hmm. as competitive but like it's better than like whatever whatever you you had previously (laughs) or yeah or or even that new flavor like you just bought a new thing you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna love it you know like there's it's i mean some people don't but uh yeah and, and if you like it, who gives a rat's ass what anybody else thinks? <laughs> yeah. The, and this is the thing. When I was listening, when I reviewed the Empyrean, I was, I definitely was in that moment of like, this sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it took a while for me to realize yeah, that like, like, wait a second there, this There's is not weird as competitive this. as I wanted it to be. And yeah. I think, I think, um, I, I remember like later on watching, um, um, metal five, seven ones review of it. And I, it's funny. Cause I had the exact same, like, experience with it like mm-hmm. like the first little bit i was like the tuning here yeah. is great it's got this warm lush thing but there's still a good balance there mm-hmm. um for like I, the upper mids and treble and everything and the treble is like maybe a little bit on the mm-hmm. intense side but like the balance was yeah. there and then uh oh chrono's back what are you doing he's hiding in the chat <laughs> he's hiding in the chat <laughs> yeah um but then that's the problem is that in the context of other headphones that cost three thousand dollars or around there yeah and i was also evaluating that, other that's... headphones like yeah. Yeah. I was like, bah, it's not really on that. And that was my problem. Like the first week I was, cause that's usually what I do is I'll only listen to that one headphone for like the first, and that first week I was like, these are fantastic. I did have a little yeah. bit, like I said, a little bit of wonkiness with certain things. Um, but then once I started a being them with like my Verites or what did I have at the time, I think I had something else at HD 800. I think I did, but mostly with the Verites, that's when I, it fell apart for me. Yeah. Um, but then other people, like I've, when I had those on demo, like there was other people, I took them to that, the, to the meetup uh in seattle we had a meetup during that time frame it was like last year i think was that 2019 uh 2018 and no it was 2019 december yeah i remember because i took the train home (laughs) and and, and i remember like a couple of people (laughs) so yeah that was really cold uh but i remember certain people like would put them on and within seconds were like nope (laughs) and i was like whoa (laughs) like instantly knew it wasn't for them so i mean that's oh wait you're talking about the meetup that was in vancouver or was it no this was oh the vancouver one is pretty good that we had that one that was the uh um what, what was his name? That was earlier. In, earlier. And then we did another was, one Vin, in uh, Seattle. Vincent, 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 thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, he brought me. I'm, I'm thinking of his, like, Discord name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and then I did it to the one at, uh, we did the, the meetup in Seattle in the summer, and uh, there was a bunch of people there, and um, I don't think you were there for that one, actually. And, uh, but yeah, a bunch of people were, had the, the were playing oh, with before. them. Before, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm more interested in selling for a clear and either Radiance or Atticus. Out of all of those, wait, but the Imperium's three thousand dollars. Yeah, Imperium's is three, dude. Uh, can't you get a Stelia for around that price? Yeah, yeah. I would say I would honestly, a... if, if you were to ask me if to pick between a Stelia and an Imperium, I'd pick the Stelia every time. Me too. Me too. That definitely would be. Definitely. Um, Shedua. Shedua wood looks better than Zebrano in Odyssey's. I don't know what either of those things are. 
<laughs> this is something for for Zach. He'd probably know about those. Yeah, I, uh, this. Oh, yeah, I can't pronounce it right now. How can um, we connect a Hyphen Sandara to a cell phone, which not have a standard three point five millimeter jack? Why? No, you don't want to be connecting it to a cell phone because it's it's not a power. portable headphone. It's yeah. it, you need an amplifier. Um, you could buy like a DAP or something that would work, or or one of those mm -hmm. like portable portable amp deck things. Yeah, like you could Bluetooth, like a Dragonfly, thing, or, Dragonfly or yeah, even that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, and Empyrean on Felix Audio Euphoria is lovely though. The Verite does clearly out resolve it. Yeah, I could. I imagine that's. Mm -hmm. I imagine that's that's the way to go with that. Yeah. I, I mean, the Empyrean is good. Like, that's, I think that's seems, the, like, yeah, it seems like, like every every stream we're gonna talk about. Can't say the Empyrean. Yeah, like it's, I think it's because it's such a controversial or like um, divisive like headphone. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, but see, like in my opinion, it's not that the head, it's bad to me. Like to me, the problem is is that it's not competing personally. In my opinion, so my no, opinion, objectively, objectively, <laughs> it's not competing. <laughs> okay, I mean, it just it just doesn't. And at the price point, it's the 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 value you get from it is all in the looks and comfort to me, um, and the build quality. The, that's stuff. what I'm saying. The build but, quality, yeah. But um, the the other thing with that though, I mean, people like the night owl, the night owl, and the night oh, hawk, yeah. and stuff like and that. If you like those, the Empyrean you know, is. The, so there's a. <laughs> I mean, I don't like loose bass, but yeah. there are people who do. So, you know, or that's not, I shouldn't say loose bass. I don't like bass that bleeds into mids, mm -hmm. right? I don't like that kind of soupy, thick quality that much. But some people do. So yeah. if you do, that's fine. Um, yeah. And, and, it, and they, I mean, don't get us, like, that's the thing. Like, they're fun and they're enjoyable headphones and they're ridiculously comfortable. But it's just at the price point, you're paying for the engineering of the headphone more so than the sound yeah capabilities technicalities there was there was another comment here i totally missed it and i'm sorry because it was an interesting one as well and i wanted to touch on it but it's gone yeah i, know, <laughs> I, I did gone. that too i did that too i was like scrolling i was like oh what that's always oh, really good and i totally missed it um icon atticus uh i think those are both fantastic uh vincent um what are my opinions on those uh at their price point, they're probably one of the they're some of the better closebacks for sure. Um, Atticus, the, yeah, Atticus and Icon. Oh, I have I have not had a chance to hear. I think well, the, I, 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 pref I prefer the Icon over the Atticus, and I think that tends to be. But I mean, that's more just a preference thing, not like a. Yeah, um, uh, if you're going to sell your Imperians because there are people who don't like it, you're going to end up making a huge mistake. Yes, I, I agree. Like if you mm -hmm. like it then don't, don't yeah. sell it yeah. <laughs> don't listen to me yeah don't that's, that's, that's yeah those are just a, those are people's opinion you know like it's just that it, it, no they're, they're objective them, so. truths man they're objectively not just, <laughs> um it's the way it is um but yeah like i think that there's just uh yeah enough on the empyreans we'll talk about something but else that's, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is it is worth i mean that's the thing i mean i even just i've been dealing with a lot of um commentary on like that that subject of you know audio is all just just uh, you know data and stuff like that and that you know, even mm -hmm. I was thinking like even if you think that's true you know experiences are not data yeah experiences are what people have yeah and that actually factors into how you're listening or enjoying your music yeah. too and like even that's... so like even like okay so yes there's the psychoacoustic stuff mm -hmm. where you're like oh you know 
no, nobody likes hearing that you know, that psychoacoustics plays <laughs> yeah, a role, but it really true. does. It does. And then and then you know even beyond the psychoacoustic stuff, there's there's a limit to you know being able mm-hmm. to correlate that you know objective data stuff with what the experience is like, mm-hmm. not just in headphones, but in like everything where you're analyzing mm-hmm. it from multiple sides. There's always going to be that disconnect of you know yeah being able to perfectly draw you know correlate um, yes that information like that this is the thing like maybe i should do a video on this but like ears don't perceive anything ears don't mm-hmm. hear anything eyes don't yeah you do that you yeah do, you're... you are the one who is the experiencer <laughs> yeah. right so what sound they're just receptacles ears, to then yeah they're just sensory inputs <laughs> they're sensory yeah they are not perceivers you are the perceiver people are perceivers <laughs> Yeah, um, and I so agree. that includes all the rest of the stuff that's going on with the gray matter, right? So. Yeah, I mean, and that that factors in too. Even like uh, even even Sean Olive mentioned it in some of his studies too, where he talks about like the the look of a thing will factor into how someone enjoys it to some level, not greatly, but it does factor. Um, uh, t- definitely. Um, but yeah, somebody's gonna get mad and say, "What do you mean ears don't hear anything? This is an ear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this does not hear anything." <laughs> <laughs> literally is what he's trying to say <laughs> yeah. um but yeah uh, i think that's funny uh yeah <laughs> but yeah you're right i think the perceptions and, and how someone intakes that and then computes it in their head and then how they perceive that is what really yeah. matters and factors yeah is the focal utopia still a benchmark for detail retrieval in 2020 what do you mean by benchmark at four thousand dollars at four thousand i mean that's expensive headphone but um, i don't know if it ever well yeah when it first came out it probably was yeah um, i mean benchmark it's... it's weird to talk about a benchmark at four thousand dollars yeah um yeah because okay so there's other stuff for dynamic driver yes i don't think yeah. there's any other dynamic driver out there any other dynamic driver headphone that has better detail than the utopia i have not heard it uh but to find benchmark is the problem well i don't think it's it because like there's other stuff out there like i do think the lcd4 has better detail than the utopia oh yeah and i do think yeah there's some stuff out there that i would go yeah it has better detail but it's not dynamic driver so maybe some e-stats as well like mm-hmm. e-stats uh, have some really great ones sr007 uh, 2.9 yeah sr1a is super fantastic but I sr1a i actually do think it it did, does have better detail yeah sr1a definitely <laughs> so. has better detail um uh, but that's a whole nother beast. Um, yeah, Elmer kind of nails it too a little bit. If you want to be force-fed detail, don't care about things like frequency response and utopia. Yeah, yeah. If you don't care, <laughs> you don't care about things sounding normal. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I mean, this is a good subject because, like, because, like, even in the lower end stuff, right? Yeah. Do people? I, I, I almost want to like run like a, uh, uh, some sort of experiment you know obviously not non-controlled non-academic experiment but just some sort of experiment with the the viewers and like in comments because like this is when i was talking with fang bian like you know back in february i know i keep referencing these but they were the very influential conversations but he told me that like you know in the in the high-end stuff like for let's say over a thousand dollars or whatever like Mm -hmm. the the audiophile world with where we're you know spending stupid amounts of money on headphone toys yeah <laughs> uh, we care people care a lot about you know linear sound neutral sound mm-hmm. and and if it has a linear sound with really good detail that's really good because that's that's mm-hmm. what people want but in the lower end stuff like under 300 dollars or something like that there might be a perception that linear sound is boring and linear sound is mm-hmm. not as good 
that you want some sort of more flavor kind of stuff going on there because that might make something more fun. And mm-hmm. the, the discon- and this is what I want to sort of ask people is like, do you want something that sounds neutral? Do you want, you know, or do you want yeah. something that has flavor? Do you want a linear sound or do you want, yeah, um, the more kind of like guilty pleasure kind of fun stuff? And then, and then, you know, is and why, right? That's the other thing. It's like, because do people who want that kind of stuff, do they want, um, it, it, are they thinking because there isn't any additional benefits as far as image clarity and detail and soundstage yeah. and, and dynamics? And, and how much you scale it up? And then how much of that is also because you hear all these audiophile reviewers and everybody else saying studio neutral is the way because it's the audiophile well, way. Like there's also that right. side too. Like so like so like I like things to sound normal but mm-hmm. good. Right <laughs> now when when like good in the sense of like good technicalities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I, I I like I want things to sound normal the way I hear stuff in real life. Mm-hmm. Now when you think about that, that doesn't really sound that appealing. That sounds boring as shit. <laughs> you know like i want headphones to sound fun and engaging and exciting yeah. and all this stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like that it makes a ton of sense why in the lower end segment lower end market where people haven't had the opportunity to hear stuff that's really detailed and really you know mm-hmm. technically well, impressive you know it, it gets a different response you know it's funny and it's something i've been noticing a lot too and actually i think even elnrick mentioned it a little bit earlier uh it's if you look at the people that have been the entry level is like a lot of fun headphones and a lot of like that you're talking about like flavors and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then you get into like the mid to higher end stuff audiophile world and those th- that group of people that are in that realm uh and they look like the studio neutral more they get into the more like the natural clean kind of sound but then they also you get into the upper tiers of people that spend stupid money on on headphones and stereo stuff and it's all tubes it's all like <laughs> so they are all what right but in many cases they're also taking their normal neutral yeah. linear headphones and, and, and flavoring them with tubes <laughs> flavoring them up. so you're yeah. going backwards right? yeah <laughs> it's like this weird yeah like you go you do this like yeah. or I but don't i don't think the, it's this. a I, I don't think it's a straightforward trajectory because no. there are still addition like there's there's a difference between an hd800s on a tube amp oh yeah massive versus difference. you know a, a beat solo three right like oh, yeah. <laughs> you might be flavoring yeah. up the hd 100s a little bit but you're not getting you're not, yeah. you're not doing that like you're, it's, it's you're not rattling your eyeballs <laughs> flavor isn't just like flavor yeah, yeah. positive I, 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 or negative yeah, neutral. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm there is deep. a very good kind of yes, way of doing sorry. that a very bad way of doing that correct correct sorry i was <laughs> I, I was uh i was blanket stating and i should have been more clear on no no but, take, but, but, yeah, that, but you're right like, they do they do like to use i like to use tubes as well even just with the the LX on, mm-hmm. oh man, Cayenne tube thing and clear as well. Like those ones Coast, on the oh, on the Cayenne tube. Low, yeah, the Cayenne tube. I have that too. And it, yeah, on that low, it's really they're really nice. It has a nice flavor to it. Like, um, yeah. I have yeah. I have measurements of, of how it boosts the bass. That is, I was gonna say, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, I chased detail for a long time. Ultimately, realized that pleasing tonality is more important mm-hmm. than fine for me than detail. And this is why EQ is important. No, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you also get some background lighting. I normally have it, but it's charging. Yeah. Right. Like this one here. Normally, Tyler yeah. only has background lighting. Too, I do right? too. Yeah, mine's uh, charging as well. And then I, I have this weird. I've been having this weird issue with my aperture. Uh, some of my aperture stuff, where when I char when I'm charging or powering it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I have it going, uh, it, it won't turn on when I have it on. Like if I turn oh, it on. Oh, it doesn't on, turn on when you, yeah, I know. When I charge but, it. Yeah. But then if yeah. I use it out of a plug, it does. I don't it know. It does, yeah. Yeah. So but if I'm plugging it off a USB off my computer, it doesn't. Oh, that's weird. I have to figure Head that out. shaped, slight base boost, a slight mid boost, flattish, tapered highs, solid build. <laughs> and new. Shaped. I like that. That's... Yeah. I would say W shaped, but like, yeah. But yeah, let's, it, let's get it, Z shaped. It, let's go Z. <laughs> let's make it shaped like a T. Like a T. There you go. I like this. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of, you know. Oh, I was joking with, uh, so, uh, who was I talking with? Oh, I was talking to Tork, and I was like, yeah, because I, I replaced a whole bunch shaped. of my stuff. Ampersand. <laughs> I love it when it does this. It's yeah. amazing. Um, but I was, because I have a, almost all my stuff on my desk right now, all has a T in it. I have the ECP T4, the Cord mm. TT2, and the Hagerman Tuba. And I was like, I just have a thing for T amps. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the uh, tin hi fi. <laughs> yeah. I have, I, have the, I have the T4. I do have the T4, actually. There you it's go. Blocked away. Um. Yeah. What is what is it about the camp, campfire auras that you've mentioned? They do some weird trickery with the soundstage. Yeah. So yeah. what they do is they cut out something it's like, like right the mids, after, and then yeah, they it's boost. somewhere between two and three k, and they they reduce that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and your balance they, generally is 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 like good overall, but like they'll they'll do stuff in the in the mids there, in the upper mids that um, when you reduce. CMF does this too. When you re- reduce like a certain range there, mm. it enhances the sense, the perception of, of soundstage. Yeah. And it's effective, but mm. um, it's different from if you just move the drivers further away from, yeah. from your ears. Um, let's see. Uh, $400 for those who wear glasses. I would say uh, $400 glasses. I've meant Sundara. I was going to say the Sundara because the pads are soft enough and then it Well, has... and also it's front, it's not um, like, what is it called? Front volume? Front volume. So like oh, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the Sundara, when you move the headphones mm-hmm. away from your head, you get more bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sundara is a good one. Um, and then, yeah. A lot of, as long as the pads are relatively soft, like they can. Yeah, they'll contour over it. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do two more questions and then we're going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm about to sell my Aeon 2 open. It doesn't do anything special besides its comfort and weight. Any recommendations for a planar replacement? I own Sundara, HD6XX, and Verite. Oh, wait, you own the Verite open? Oh, that's done. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah, the Aeon 2 open is, is, okay, like, maybe it was just this one that I have here, but it was one of the worst sounding headphones I've ever heard. Yeah, I wasn't I a have, big fan of the there open. Was, there was, like the closed is great, but yeah. the open, there was nothing redeemable about it that I could, at least as far as tuning, right? The technical performance was fine, but that tuning, man, I don't understand why they did that. It was really weird. Um, maybe the different pads that they have for it now can help with that. So I'd love to get some different pads and see if that does change it, because yeah, I mean the original Aeons were were better tuned, you know, I think, than the open. I would say s- open. probably the Ananda, or if if you want to go up higher, the uh, Aria would be a good replacement for it. But they're yeah, not like, closed back, and then I mean, you'd have to sell the Sandara too, because the, yeah, because then you know, you're like, it's a yeah, yeah. Um, I think I your dynamics know. are fine, but then yeah, if you wanted to get like a, a, a another maybe or maybe the LCDX. Yeah, but you'd have to EQ that. Yeah. You, yeah, like this is the thing. Like, okay, I love the Odyssey technical ability and the sound and stuff, but like, I think if you're going to be buying an Odyssey, you also have to probably want to like be comfortable learning how to EQ, um, 
or use their reveal plus um, on some of them. Like the LCD one, the reveal plus nails it. So um, I think it's it's like worth because they it's not just and it's not just like about um, you know matching a target or something like that. But these handle EQ so freaking well mm-hmm. that um, I really think you're you're almost like wasting it a little bit. It's a missed opportunity if you get the, into the Odyssey stuff and don't EQ. Um, but that's that's just sort of my take on that stuff. Yeah, like uh, I, I don't think you need to be EQing the Focal stuff like the Odyssey stuff, right? It's yeah. not the same. Um, okay, uh, one more, one more. Um, if you okay, here's a good one for you, Tyler. If you had a thousand dollars, which headphone would you buy straight away? Thousand dollars straight away. Thousand dollars. Oh, you know, what? probably the Elex, man. Honestly, thousand bucks. So, Maybe bucks. is it used or like what's the like? Can I get used? Because if it's used, I'd probably go HD eight hundred. And you I'd definitely find one of those for that. Yeah, yeah, so I'd do HD eight hundred with an SDR mod, and I'd, I'd, that's probably my what I'd go with. Um, you can, I mean, used you could probably find an LCDX then for a thousand dollars as yeah. well. Probably, yeah, uh, but if we're talking brand new, maybe the clear uh, on a sale. Yeah, you could find the clear on the sale around that. Um, mm-hmm. Brand new, I would do this LCD two F. Now the Alex does do certain things better, I find, um, and certainly without EQ, the Alex is the better buy. Yeah. Um, but uh, under a thousand dollars, it would be this for me. Yeah, I honestly, I'd, I would personally probably go HG hundred action, or yeah. actually, uh, it or if the clear, if it was a nine hundred dollar clear. Yeah, if you could find the clear for nine hundred dollars, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. a fantastic headphone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like, I mean, just thinking right now, like. The L- the Alex is the is such incredible value. It's like it's almost a clear, like mm-hmm. almost. And if if you could find a clear for nine hundred, then I think yeah, I would spend the extra two hundred to get the clear because not only would you get it to be a little bit more. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean the clear you also get you know the hard shell case and you get yeah, you, know, you get some mul- cool funky stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. more that you get with it, but but at the same time, like for just just pure enjoyment, alone, yeah. Mm-hmm um they're very 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 close so um yeah that's that would be a tough call uh, but i still think under a thousand dollars like right now like without the sales and stuff it mm-hmm. would be this for me and then yeah maybe in second place would be the alex or the hyphen and nanda which is the other mm-hmm. fantastic sounding planar in that sub one thousand dollar range yeah so it'd be between those three i think I think, yeah, for me, if I had, if someone asked Ananda or Elex, I'd probably personally, I, I like the dynamics better, so I'd go Elex. One um, thing with the Elex, there's definitely unit variation on that thing. Oh, yeah. The first one that I evaluated was nothing like mm-hmm. this one. So I don't, like somebody's saying, yeah, the Elex was a bit shouty. And like the first one that I heard was also a bit shouty. And it was, so this one's actually warmer than the clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, it surprised me a little bit. Which is um, because the one I had, my one I bought uh, was similar to what you described, the one you have now. That's what mine yeah. felt like. And But then warmer I remember reading, yeah, and I remember, yeah. and I had both at the same time, and it was warmer than the clear when I had it. Yeah. And then I just preferred the, obviously you had the clear, like the Elex becomes kind of, even yeah. though it had a different signature. But uh, yeah, and then someone asked Elex, uh, so and then I ended up, personally i got the aeolus and then i got rid of all my focal stuff outside of uh the elysia and then i yeah yeah when i heard your aeolus that's sort of the i mean it's a bit more expensive than the Alex, right yeah so it's like 1200 i think you can yeah. be used for like 1100 yeah. to uh, actually if you go b stock i think with zmf november they do the b stock sale and you can get them for like 900 bucks sometimes depending yeah i think it's in that like 
the, the other headphone that I think people are sleeping on a little bit in the like one thousand, two thousand dollar range is the Auteur. Oh the yes, Auteur. I really think yes. that that is a fantastic like fantastic headphone. Overlooked, <laughs> yeah, way overlooked. And it's it's great. You know, it competes with the clear, and I think yes. there are some reasons to prefer it. Honest, um, honestly, I think it's more competitive to with the clear than the yeah. Aeolus is. I think the Aeolus is more of that fun, warm, where the Atour has more of the clear, yeah, clean the sound. Yeah, the Atour is like almost my perfect. Mm. It's like more almost. natural, neutral yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, that's going to be it for the live stream, guys. We're going to uh, cut it. Yeah. A little, well, a little. I just feels like cutting it short, but we're already in an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> so, uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks for your questions, and um, we will see you guys in the in the next one.